find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show. Each week, I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10 or 20, 30 years to wait for answers to their illnesses, to your illnesses, to your conditions, to your symptoms? We can't wait when the information does exist to heal. So the information is out there. It is. It's here. It's here to heal. Life is precious and there's no time to spare. So let's get, you know, let's get healing now. Let's start the healing process now. Today's show is so important. It's so important because I have to tell you about what's going on around us and how it plays in our healing process. And it needs to be talked about. It has to be talked about. Today's show is about the environment, environmental pollution, but not just pollution, stuff in our environment, poisons in our environment that hold us back while we're trying to heal. Triggers, triggers that get us sicker or keep us sick, and then we battle that too, along with all these other things we battle as we're healing. So sometimes it may take a little time to to heal for some people because you could be up against more environmental toxins. So today's show is about environmental toxins, and we're going to cover a bunch of different kinds and environmental toxins that are in our way and, and, and least expected varieties of toxins environmental toxins. So so things that you don't expect that you're thinking, well, wait a minute, how can that be bothering me? How that's not in my area where I live. Oh, don't you think that because what happens is the wind blows and it takes things with it and we get affected without realizing it. And then we blame ourselves and we blame our healing process and we blame us. We blame our bodies when we're up against possibly something else. So it's important to know what's around you, really. So this show is a big deal. Um, Check out the thyroid book, you know, check it out. Check it out for me because I'm so proud of it. I got to tell you guys, I'm proud of it and I'm scared at the same time. I'm scared because I put so much information in there that's going to probably piss off piss off a lot of people in the field of medicine maybe because you know, I just say it like it is. I say it like it is. And, um, and you know, I cringe a little bit, because, but I couldn't help it because Spirit was giving me all the information about thyroid and never mind thyroid too, about what is responsible for the thyroid deeper, what's responsible. I cover Epstein-Barr in a way I never did before, more so than in book one, the medical medium book. And I even go further to explain symptoms and conditions. You got a symptom, you got a symptom, I explain what's causing that symptom. So I really push, I push it, I push it all the way. And then there's even more in there too. I talk about what's going wrong as far as what we're really up against, not environmentally, but what we're up against as far as what's what's being told to us to hold us back, to, to keep us dumb and dumb us down and and not understand our illnesses and conditions and and how to heal. So it's it's a serious book. It's a serious book. So just check it out. And you know, you know, I don't want to talk about it too long because I don't want to eat up the time, of course, and burn out your ears about the thyroid book. But I I like I said before is that when I got finished with that one, I was like, you know what? I don't even should I even put this one out because all the other thyroid books and all the other information out there is so outdated compared to this. It's so behind compared to this that I didn't want to raz, you know, everybody, rev everybody up in the wrong way because it's so advanced. But you guys got to take a look at it. Okay, so hey, let's get into this. Let's get into this. This is important. So environment, what, what are we up against? What's going on? What's going on in your life? Okay, well, there's, or there's there's things like the carpet chemicals. I talk about that in book one, and I've been talking about the carpet chemicals for decades. And you know what happens is is when you get a brand new carpet, it's it's got chemicals in it. It's got solvents already in there. It's got fungicides in it, solvents, everything. So that takes time to air out when you get a new carpet. So, but it can affect you in a way. Bringing on anything could be bringing on SAD. 
Seasonal affective disorder could be bringing on anything more. If you got fibromyalgia from Epstein-Barr, those carpet chemicals could bring it on more, could instigate it, instigate the fibro, right? But then if you get your carpets cleaned, so if you get your carpets cleaned with the cleaning services, I mean, which which really is like 50 different solvent chemicals all mixed into one one poisonous brew, and then our children play on it and everything else, and you know, all that can happen. And then, you know, you keep, you're, you're locked up in a winter and you get your carpets cleaned and you got the windows shut. That's an example right there of what we're up against with carpets. Okay. But that's just carpets. I mean, that's just one example of how we got to be careful and how we got to take care of ourselves. And, you know, and then you get old carpets, carpets get old and they just start to break down and they harbor, they harbor so much, meaning they harbor different levels of mold, even though you don't have a moldy house and you don't have mold growing on the walls or inside the walls, you could still have this underlying low-grade type of fungus growing deep in the carpet that you can't quite tell because you live in it in the whole bit. Now, these are things we can't avoid sometimes. When you get a rental apartment and it's got carpets, you got no choice. You got to live in it and that's what you got to do and that's life. And hey, but so that's why it's important to do some of the things we're going to talk about, like eating healthy, taking the right supplements to battle some of the things that we're up against that could be slightly knocking us down, triggering triggering some things. I know for a fact, for a fact that when people get their carpets cleaned, they could literally be setting up for their first Lyme diagnosis, their first Lyme diagnosis, feeling great, everything's great, the whole bit, living their life, all good. They get their carpets cleaned, they live in it for two weeks, and they end up at the doctor's office with a Lyme diagnosis. The reason why is because those solvents and those chemicals inside the carpets, especially being freshly cleaned like that, what that does is it triggers off a virus called Epstein-Barr. Epstein-Barr triggers off from carpet, carpet cleaning chemicals. So, so do a lot of other viruses. And it triggers off that neurotoxin that creates neurological Lyme. And I know, I know, listen, I, I get it. The people, anybody coming on here that doesn't know how I look at Lyme or see Lyme, through spirit is going to get really upset the minute I mention Lyme. I see it all the time because, you know, because everybody's been misdirected in Lyme. You got to read my Lyme chapter in the first book and and listen to my Lyme show. I, I'm going to do another new Lyme show. I'm going to upgrade it, you know, the whole bit. But listen to the Lyme show. Go back in the archives if you can before you make a judgment call and start, um, start you know, get, getting a little stuffed doll of me and then sticking needles in it before you start doing that <laughs> little voodoo doll of me okay and then start jabbing needles in it don't don't do that yet don't don't start that yet just make sure you you know you check into what i have to say about lime and the truth about lime so anyway the bottom line is that it gives a lot of people their first brand new lime diagnoses it also gives a lot of people their first multiple sclerosis diagnoses so it gives them that too, the carpet cleaning chemicals. And I mean, that's how serious it is. Also gives a person their first chronic fatigue syndrome uh, diagnosis. But right now, everything just goes, gets funneled into Lyme anyway now because it's the easiest way out for everybody. Everything gets funneled into Lyme now. Um, so, but the point is, is you, get, you could be getting your first different kind of diagnosis possible, possibly. And so the bottom line is, you know, that's one avenue what to look at fresh freshly coated paints so paints getting getting the house painted internally that's something to look out for try to get voc low voc paints and even that doesn't do it entirely it takes time for paint to air out paints a great trigger a great trigger for any kind of viral condition or bacterial condition too a bacterial condition like like streptococcus or anything which causes SIBO, strep causes SIBO, causes sinus congestion, causes UTIs, causes styes, causes acne, strep causes all kinds of things. So, you know, living in a freshly painted rental or, you know, because every time <clears throat> you get a, you know, if, you, if you've ever rented or something like that, I mean, I've, I've rented for years and, you know, you're in the next rental and they just put a fresh coat of paint and it's just strong and, that could trigger off anything, and it could be part of what we battle, even if you're feeling good, even if you're feeling strong. I always laugh when when I see on television, you know, when I see people painting and they have fun, whether it's just a, some kind of spoof of it or some kind of comedy or a movie or or a commercial, and everybody's taking paint, like real toxic paint, 
and they're like, you know, hitting their face with it and they're having a paint fight with the paint brushes, right? You know, you know what I mean? And they're like hitting their clothes and they're all having a blast and they're rolling around and they're getting paint all over them. And, and like, oh my God, dear Lord, that's just so, so not good. And, <laughs> but, but anyway, so paint's a whole nother thing too. Now, these are just inside environmental issues to be concerned about, okay? And then, you know, I have the mold show that I talked about. Mold is a whole nother story, you know, like real moldy problems, mold inside walls, mold underneath the kitchen sink or something, or uh, a black mold, different varieties of black mold. Yes, you know, that's a major trigger, major trigger for Lyme disease, but really it's a major trigger for neurological viruses that create symptoms of Lyme and also amazing trigger for uh, <laughs> multiple sclerosis or any varieties of multiple sclerosis and the whole bit, it's a trigger for anything, trigger for anything, go on down the line. You have to understand any kind of thing you have, it could be headaches you have monthly during a menstrual cycle and these things can bring it on more. It could bring those headaches on more, just these very things we're talking about. It's as simple as that. You could be somebody who's sensitive to allergies, um, you know, sensitive to what's in the air, sensitive to allergies, and these things can just make the allergies worse. It's as simple as that. So um, let's go into water. If you got a water, and look, hey, look, I understand this. I understand this more than anybody. It may not be in your means or control to change or do anything with it. I mean, you know, I've, I've had in my day had to live in swills, just swills, you know, in, in, you know, growing up and so forth, meaning, and being a young adult and just, you know, sleeping in, um, you know, <laughs> one room apartments that were laced with pesticides and bugs and paint that was toxic and, mold in the kitchen and you know i i've i've done it all i mean you know and at many times in my life there would no you know there was no controlling that and no changing that and doing anything i didn't have the means and i remember back um when i was younger i didn't charge for consultations for years and i didn't care if that made me you know so bad off that i couldn't buy a donut at the donut shop to eat you know and and fine sure and i did i did that for years and, you know, and I lived in, you know, in, in what I could afford and it was all I could do. And I, you know, and I get it, I get it. And there's people out there, they have no control over that. They have, you know, they live on a carpet. They, they moved into some place where the walls are painted fresh. They got some mold that they just can't, you know, they can't get away from right now. It's life. Life is hard. It's not easy. I respect anybody who has to go through anything. I mean, regardless of what, what, where they are in their life, there's always a challenge no matter what. But, but at the same time, it's hard to run from what's inside of our environment, inside of our, you know, small environments, something to understand. But the bottom line is um, when you look at these different things, you know, they could play a huge role in getting away. So we'll talk about water. Um, Drinking tap water, obviously, we know better. You know, I mean, the worst case scenario, if you can't afford a really good water filter, get get a, you know, get a semi-good one or, or so forth. But, um, but chlorine, you know, bathing in chlorine, something so many of us can't avoid. Try to get a chlorine, you know, filter in the shower. But bathing in fluoride, that's hard too. That's there too. So these things are here. But it's not to put anyone in fear. You guys, I'm not trying to put any of anybody in fear on any of this. That's not it at all. I'm letting you know that we can counter it and we can battle it with what we can do. And, um, and, 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 but we just need to understand that these things are still, we're still up against these things. So if you're dealing with a longstanding RA, rheumatoid arthritis, or you're stealing, you're dealing with a longstanding Hashimoto's, which I was the first to bring, I have to say it over and over again, in case there's a brand new person listening to the show, I'm the first person to bring the fact that Epstein-Barr is the cause of Hashimoto. So if you start seeing that out there, it came from me with no credit, I'm sure, from other professionals because it hurts their egos. But but you have to understand that it's it's important to know where it came from because it came from spirit. It's it's the original source. Um, and once again, not because I'm smart. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm pretty dumb in many ways. It's because spirit is brilliant. Spirit is absolutely invaluable, unbelievably smart. There's nothing I can do about it, I have to say it. But the bottom line, the bottom line is that, you know, these viruses that cause Hashimoto's, they cause RA, and they could cause fibromyalgia, cause chronic fatigue syndrome, 
cause all kinds of different things. And, you know, I mean, go on down the line, everything, scleroderma to, you know, cystic fibrosis to just everything that we deal with that, um, you know, vitiligo, all these different skin conditions, eczema psoriasis, all this, these environmental challenges play a role in slowing down the healing process and triggering off some of these different things. So it's important to know what we're up against so we don't beat the hell out of ourselves if our healing process is three steps up, two steps back, three steps up, two steps back, meaning a slow process for a lot of people. Some people have, you know, they, they just, boom, they heal, bam, you know, <laughs> it, you know, they're healed. And some people have a slower process. They might have a little bit of more of an aggressive viral condition, a little bit more of aggressive situation, more heavy metals in their system, more time, but more environmental pressure from things around them, you know, meaning contaminants and environmental contact that isn't that great. So if we're getting chlorine, it, you know, I've seen people getting, you know, taking their chlorinated showers through city water, okay, and them feeling some chronic fatigue and having chronic fatigue, you know, going to doctor to doctor, they got chronic fatigue, told that they're crazy, told that they're lazy, then told that they have Lyme, then told that they don't have Lyme, then told they have Lyme, then told they don't have Lyme, then told that, you know, it's mental, told that they just have depression, whatever it is. And then they get an RO system or they get the chlorinated filter at the shower tap. And I'm not saying RO is easy for everybody to get for whole house. It's not. Someone told me recently it's really expensive to get a whole house RO. And they did it and it was like crazy expensive. But the point is, is that um, when they got the chlorine out of their water and they were taking their showers, they didn't have to lay down after their shower anymore. And they noticed their their lives changed. Like instantly felt like the fatigue was three quarters gone just from that alone. So it can show you, it can show you how these things can affect us. And what was happening is because this person had a low-grade Epstein-Barr virus causing chronic fatigue syndrome, and the body was up against the neurotoxins from that Epstein-Barr causing neurological fatigue, that when you added chlorine to the situation, putting pressure on the body's immune system, it was overload. It was overload. I always say 5% here, 5% there, 6% there, 3% there, 2% there, 8% there, 10% there. That means you knock out that 5% from the chlorinated water. You just got 5% on your side of healing. <clears throat> You're working on your foods for your chronic fatigue syndrome, knocking down your Epstein-Barr neurotoxins. You just got 10% of your healing. And you know the whole bit. And then it leads us to places like air. Air, air, air. Got to talk to you about air. There's something happening that's evil, evil on this planet and evil in this country. I'm going to be straight up. And it's a dirty, nasty, disgusting secret. It's a dirty, nasty, disgusting secret. Okay? Fasten your seatbelts. And it affects communities, our children, everyone. And nobody cares, nobody knows. And I'm going to go into it right now. What's happening in the U.S. is every state has an agricultural section. Every state. Okay, just so you know, every state has an agricultural section. Agricultural areas designated for agricultural. And in the conventional farming, conventional farming of vegetables and conventional farming of some fruit, okay? There's a practice of laying millions, hundreds and hundreds of billions, hundreds and hundreds of billions, actually, pounds of plastic, okay? Plastic in all the rows. These are plastic row covers. Now, this is different when you get your you know, you get your, you, you know, cute little little plastic row cover and you put it in your back garden and you, to keep the weeds down. This is, an, this is a uh, highly toxic plastic row cover, okay? They're white. They're mainly white. 
Some are black, but they're mainly white. And over, you know, thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of acres, I mean, 100,000 acres more in different states. I mean, across the country, if you add it up, I I don't know what the exact math is if you added it all up. They lay this plastic in between all their crops, okay? And then they spray two to three times a week rodenticides, herbicides, pesticides, insecticides, fungicides, all all week long in heavy, heavy contaminated levels that rest on this plastic. It rests on this plastic. Okay, three times a week on a schedule, four times a week on a schedule. I'm talking about cans, I mean, barrels and barrels that have the skull and crossbones on it. That means if you put your hand in that barrel, you may die. That's the seriously, that's legit. You may die. And this stuff is thrown in massive containment units mixed with a little bit of water, and then it's sprayed why everybody's got hazmat suits on in their vehicles and it's sprayed all over the country in conventional farming and it lands on top of this plastic. Now get this, you guys. After that, when the crop is done, ready to be harvested, the plastic is gathered and it's burned. It's burned and burned and fernands are are lifted off of it. Dioxins of the worst kinds on the planet. This is where... The whole pollution thing is hidden and going wrong. Everybody talks about cars and exhaust and carbons from factories and oh my God and and this and that. Everybody's talking about that. Nobody has a clue out there. I'm telling you right now, none of the environment people that that are aware of it understand the piles of burning plastic that are affecting and destroying people's lives people living to the to to where they need to live this is one of the reasons why the cancer rates are as high as they are everything's as bad as it is is because these plumes are in the air no matter what constantly billowing up and crossing state lines in fact california is one of the darkest (laughs) plumy sectors of the planet of this burning plastic and it comes from ag land blowing all through the state of California, delivering a soot in the air that's completely unknown by all the different people aware of the environment and fighting for, you know, the whole bit. They're unaware of the fact that this is the, one of the greatest reasons of sickness in the air that we have today. Because when you burn that plastic, it's dangerous enough, but it's not that it's the level of pesticide, fungicide, rodenticide, herbicide sitting on top of the plastics that's being burned. And California's really hit hard. The whole state is saturated with this. And when them winds blow, and they blow from that ag land and blow all winter long, all through California, there's hell to pay. Allergies go up. People suffer. Asthma goes through the roof, even through the summertime, because there's different crops that they burn different times, the plastics. And all that asthma and all all the suffering with the asthma and all the allergies and all the problems and all the sicknesses and all the fatigues that's being triggered off, the virus is being triggered off, it's devastating. It's like this, though, in all the states to some degree, not all of them, but most of them, the warmer states especially, the warmer states especially, but it's happening across the country. And it's happening when it doesn't have to. The plastic does not have to be burned. And of course, we know and and we know that organic farming is is the answer to this anyway. We know that, but that's not stopping what's happening. It's not stopping what's happening. But what I'm trying to tell you is that alone, and if you're living near any of this, it's, it's okay. You don't have to move. You don't have to run. You don't have to be afraid. You just have to understand is that as you're healing... As you're healing, as you're healing, okay, you're up against some things that you're, you're you know, healing against and you're, and you're moving past. So you're three steps up, two steps back, three steps up, two steps back. Some days may not be as fruitful as they want to be, but you can't be hard on yourself. It could be a day where you're outside and you're just breathing in a, a very fine level of plastic you can't tell you're breathing in. 
you know, that's laced. And sure, I'm not trying to put fear in you. I'm just letting you know that we all have to live in it. We're all in it. Okay. And that it, you know, whether we know it or not, there are things we're up against. I'm going to talk about another thing too. Talk about another thing as well. And it's coming out of the sky. What's coming out of the sky. There are a lot of days where we have lots and lots of chemicals falling out of the sky. It's falling out of planes. It's not just the exhaust and the fuel, jet fuel that's in planes. It's being, you know, dropped on people. That's why when people live up against airports, there's a lot of fuel, you know, being being kind of dropped out of the sky. Those planes are rocketing off, burnt fuel. And it could affect somebody's health to some in, in many different levels. So we have that. But it's not just that. We are under fire from from fallout, from chemicals coming out of the sky. I'm not going to go into detail. I'm just saying it's happening. So, you know, we have these situations where we have lots of stuff coming out of the sky. And this isn't even the radiation fallout from Fukushima, from Hiroshima, from all the way back with all that radiation spewing out, still fallout from World War II. I mean, a fraction hasn't even fallen from World War II. So we're still up against that. And we're up against what I call, you know, the unforgiving four. We got the viral explosion that makes us sick nowadays. We got the, you know, we got the toxic heavy metals we're dealing with every day, which we get from the air too. It comes from the air as well. Okay. And we have that. We have the DDT and pest and its cousins pesticides. We have that one as being the, one of the other big problems. And then we got the radiation. So we have the unforgiving four we're up against. And then we got the environmental toxins we're dealing with. But we have more than just your unforgiving four. We got, like I said, the abuse from conventional ag lands. We have the abuse from conventional ag land. And that abuse upon our society, upon our world today, of those piles of burning plastics all across the world. I mean, all across this country especially is unbelievable, completely ignored, and just completely buried. But, you know, we have that, and we have other things too. It's, it's, it, there's plenty, there's plenty of it, but hey, that's okay, because here's the deal, we're resilient. We're resilient, greatly resilient. You remove a little bit of heavy metal and your body awards you. It awards you greatly. You knock down your viral load a little bit, and your, your body rewards you immensely, it rewards you because it has ability to adapt. We have the ability to adapt when we do the right things for ourselves. So adapting is so critical to getting us better. So we can adapt to the amount of fallout. We can adapt to the amount of toxins blowing in the air, to the amount of burning plastics blowing in the air to the amount of toxic heavy metals we might have inherited along the line, which gets blamed on genetics, which it's not genetics, it's not genes, it's the fact that we're less tolerant for mercury than we ever have in ever in history. And we have more viral issues now than ever in history. It's not genes, it's because the virals have the viral the viruses have mutated. They've have expanded. They have different varieties and more strains, and they weren't handled right by medicine because science and research completely dropped the ball 100% on the viral explosion, dropped the ball 100%. And so with all of this, you know, we still are resilient. You knock down your viral load a little bit, and your body can bounce back regardless of where you live and regardless of what you got going on. If you have to live in a situation in your house with a little bit of mold right now and some carpets right now, that could be fine because you can literally bounce back. But you have to be easy on yourself, and you have to be gentle to yourself knowing that's not your fault and it's not a bad body you have, and your body's not giving up on you, and your body's not letting you down, and your body especially isn't attacking itself. One of the greatest mistakes I talk about in the New Thyroid book, I've talked about it like I've never talked about it before. One of the greatest mistakes of all time that's keeping us, that's keeping us stupid about our health. It's to tell us that our body's attacking itself because medical research and science doesn't know that antibodies, for instance, like in Hashimoto's or for anything, are, are not the body attacking itself. 
It's the body seeking out a virus, and the virus is the very thing that's causing the inflammation and attacking itself. You have to understand. So our bodies are not letting us down. They're not going against us. That's not it at all. While we're trying to heal, we got outside issues going on. Okay. And then there's the stress and then there's the financial stress, the regular stresses, all the different things we go up against every day in life. And it's the losses and it's the betrayal and it's the trust breakage. And it's all these other things that we deal with. It's relationships that we, that, you know, sometimes don't work out and it's all, it, listen, it all goes in a good place in the sense that we can find our way. We have to keep our faith strong everything's going to be okay in the end. Everything is going to be all right in the end. And everything changes. You guys know how I say that all the time. Nothing stays the same. Everything changes. Okay. And nothing stays the same. And so you have to understand that it will change for you no matter what. But always remember, always remember, if your healing process feels stifled for a little bit, keep in mind, you could be exposed to a little something going on. There could be 50 miles, 80 miles away, a really good burn going on, a big plastic burn, big agricultural plastic burn. You're outside in the air, and it slows your process down for two, three days or for a week, but then you start feeling better again. It could be because you're up against something else or you ha- or a neighbor sprayed, or if you have a community nearby, the communities all spray Tons and tons of pesticides. I won't name the pesticide because I don't want the pesticide company going after me. <laughs> but they play, they play, you know, they play in pesticides. People play in them. Children play in the pesticides in communities. In fact, communities are never pesticide free. So think about all the thousands of different condos and communities all over the country retirement communities, regular ones, gated communities, um, you know, all these different varieties that are in every state across the country. They're lacing, I mean, hundreds of pounds, hundreds of pounds of pesticides on the lawns, on the bushes, on the grasses, in all these different areas. And you don't have to live in one of these communities to be getting affected. You could be three streets down and getting a wind of it like all day long, every day for a week, once a month, and not understand that. Same thing, golf courses. They lay pesticide in golf courses, fertilizers that are lethal, pesticides that are lethal, herbicides all over the courses, the golf courses. And if you like to go play golf, you're getting affected by it. If your tennis elbow is not going away, and it's not going away because it's a viral inflammation, your bursitis is not going away so fast because that's bursitis is a viral inflammation, that's that's uh, the shingles virus, it's deep inside there, even whether you have a rash or not, and you play golf once a week on the weekends, you could be exposed to a tremendous amount of pesticide and herbicide all over your feet, your ankles, your legs, you're breathing it in. This is just one example. You go to the park with your kids to play, they always spray the parks, they spray the fields, they spray the parks. This is always happening whether we like it or not. And your neighbor could be just treating their lawn, treating their lawn with an herbicide. And then there's the insecticides on people's houses, inside and outside of the houses, getting treatment. So if your neighbor down the street and it's a north wind and your neighbor's north of you down the street and he and he or she just got a pesticide treatment around the foundation of the house and it's blowing your way, that's enough to trigger off a Lyme symptom. That's enough to keep Lyme symptoms in their in their. <laughs> Origin of Lyme symptoms, meaning like we're in that level of having symptoms. That's enough to keep them there. So it's as simple as this. There's this much going on. One thing I learned from hearing spirit is talking to so many thousands of people since I was young and working. I worked seven days a week. I started my day at 6.30 in the morning and I worked till midnight, 6.30 in the morning till midnight, nonstop, doing readings for 20 years straight. I remember, I remember telling my parents, they asked me when the last time I had a day off was, and I remember I didn't have a day off in between five years, Christmas, Christmas Eve, 
I worked the entire day and night doing readings. Every holiday did readings, every Sunday doing readings because I couldn't keep up with the amount of sick people that were pouring in. I felt I had to do it. And for 20 straight years, I remember, I remember I had a half a day off after five straight years. I had a half a day off and I would get a half a day off every like three years, five, three, three, four years, two years, one year. But I remember I went five years without a half a day off. And I, and, and I remember telling my parents, I just went five years with a half a day off. And because, and during all these readings, and I don't do that anymore. I don't do that anymore. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I just, there's just, I can't. I won't be here if I do it anymore. It just won't happen. It'd probably kill me. But the point is, is now that you got to understand that during all these readings and, 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 but I still did those readings and still have after that. I've been doing for decades, but the point is to that degree and to that length is what I'm saying. It was a 20 year span of that, of that degree of doing them. I did them after, but the point is, is that I know that spirit had so many other answers, meaning Someone would be be talking to me and say, well, I was getting better for three days, four days. It seemed like it, it cut back a little bit. And Spirit said, did you just get a room painted in the house? And they would say, yes, I did. I got a room painted in the house. And then another person would be like, you know, I've been healing for three months. I feel 50% better. I'm doing great. My Epstein bar's down. All's great. And now I'm kind of stagnant and stuck for a while. I'm stagnant and stuck for a while. What's going on? And Spirit be like, did you switch completely to 100% conventional produce? And I would be like, you know, so I'd be like, did you, did you switch completely to 100% conventional produce and conventional animal products? And they said, yeah, because I, I couldn't afford anything organic. I said, but you don't even have like 10% organic? I said, no, I have a 100%. My wife and I went 100% conventional to try to save $23 at the end of the week or whatever it was, $57 or something, I said, okay, you got to go back to at least 50-50. Got to go back to 50% organic if you can, or do some grass-fed or do some free range and kind of get off that antibiotic chicken and, and try to get some more organic in you if you can. And they're like, okay, and they did it. And they're like, okay, back on the healing process. And, and I'm not saying you can't eat uh, conventional produce. You can still bring in conventional produce. I eat conventional produce at times. I actually do. I'll have conventional bananas. I'll just peel the skin and eat them. And yes, there could be a trace, absolutely could be a trace of something within the banana from, you know, being sprayed. But it, the power of that banana will still override that amount of spray. But you got to be careful where you just don't want 100% conventional at all times for too long, for too many months, and with no you know, too many weeks and months with no organic in there or no, if you're, if you're eat animal products, you got to have some free range and some grass fed. You got to watch out for the, you know, you just got to stay away from the plain old factory meats, factory chickens. Those are dangerous in so many ways. But the bottom line is, you know, and then I talked to another person, that person would be like, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I've been great for two years and now I'm kicked back. I don't know what's going on. And spirit would say they had their carpets cleaned. And I would say to the person, did you just have a cleaning service come in there and, and do the carpets? And he said, yeah, we had the whole house cleaned, all the carpets. It hasn't been cleaned in years. I said, well, that's why you're sick again. You just got triggered. So they would remedy it. They, you know, they actually, those people tore out the carpets and they, they, had, they put hardwood floors. And a lot of people can't do that. They don't have the option of doing that. So I get it. But the bottom line is it, it's always something going on like that two that we're up against. So I'm giving a window and I'm saying, look, be easy on yourself if it's taking you a year to heal. Be easy on yourself. If if someone else is healing, you know, in two weeks and you're taking six months, be easy on yourself. If you feel like you've been kicked backwards, it could be, you know, like a lot of times, a lot of times, the spring allergies people are up against is spring burning in the air. So it's not even that they're allergic to all of the, of all the pollen. It's the pollen is one aspect that's causing some irritation. What's really happening is during the spring all across the country, all the ag lands are burning like mad and they're burning toxic stuff, real toxic stuff. And you don't even smell it. You got the pollen, you can't quite know what you're smelling, it's just in the air. 
And if you're getting a, you know, your allergies are up against, just understand that you're healing, you're working on healing your allergies, you're working on healing everything, but you've got some other things that we're up against. And that's okay, because like I said, the body can, can adapt, and it can heal, and it can override all that I'm talking about. And what we do is we arm it, we arm ourselves to override it, we arm ourselves to protect ourselves from the neighbor who's completely ignorant to, you know, herbicides and pesticides and insecticides that's spraying it all around the foundations of the house or spraying it on the, on, you know, on the lawns, regardless of all the information out there talking about how bad it is, you know, and it's in it, you're drifting over down your street to you every single day. We can still override and we can still protect ourselves and we can still arm ourselves to this. When you get a new car, when you get a new car, if anybody gets a new car, that new car smell is solvents in there that could last for six months. And so if you if you kicked back, if your healing process kicked back a little bit, don't have a meltdown. Don't have a meltdown. Have some faith. Have some faith. It's going to be okay. Because you being kicked back down could be because of that new car smell for six months. And somebody with allergies, they could have gotten it worse. Someone with chemical sensitivities, well, you know, someone with chemical sensitivities isn't even going to be able to withstand that. So anything like that could be happening. New piece of furniture, they're laced with nanotechnology and laced with fungicide. Brand new pieces of furniture, they have a smell to them that's, that's just solvents or in the fabrics. Takes time to air that out. You know, if you get a, a new piece of furniture, you know, buy a comforter, buy a comforter, you know, wash the comforter because that will have a fungicide on it too. Because all new comforters, all new sheets, all new blankets come with, 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 a, with a formaldehyde and a fungicide and a, um, an anti like, like burn chemical on there, right? <laughs> I forgot what it's called for some reason right now. And, New clothes, you got to wash them. Everything new, you got to wash them. If you go get dry cleaning at toxic places, you get dry cleaning, your suit's dry cleaned, that could slow down your healing process a little bit. All that can do it. So we got to look at you. So anyway, back to the furniture. You get a new piece of furniture. That new piece of furniture is, is saturated in solvents, and it has a smell coming off of it, whether you smell it or not. And that could slow down the healing process sitting on your new piece of furniture. But you have to understand, it, it will take time to wear out. It'll be okay. You put a comforter on it, and you use that comforter on it to, to dull it down, and then you'll be okay. Your body will override, and you'll fight it. There's ways of doing things. But what I'm trying to say is the exposure is unbelievably there. <laughs> I don't know how to say it right. It is, it's in our, you know, view it's there it's around us we don't see it we don't hear it but it's there and so many different levels that i could cover in fact I'd probably talk hours about all these different levels of where it is and then you got the whole natural detergents you got to go natural detergents if you're washing things don't go with those conventional detergent brands because they're petrol fuel is is in those there's actually petrol oil in those brands so that could set you back a little bit, that alone. And you get, you know, hair care products. If you go to the hair salons, hairspray. You know, there's people that come to me over the years, and this is another example, like Spirit would be like, okay, wait a minute, your headaches are back. And we had them gone for three months. And, and I'll be like, Spirit, what, what is it? What's going on? Because I'm looking inside the body and things are looking pretty good. Why does this person have headaches again? And Spirit would say, this person's using a different kind of hairspray. And I would say, you know, Nicole, are you using a new hairspray? And she'd be like, um, yeah, I am. Uh, well, stop using it. It's highly toxic. Go back to the one that was a little bit better or don't use one at all. And, uh, and I remember that one specifically. And she said, well, if I don't use a hairspray, my hair's not going to really hold good. And I'm not going to look that good at work. I said, well, how are those headaches holding up? She goes, well, they're stopping me from working. I said, then stop the hairspray. You got, just put your hair in a bun. Just put it in a messy bun. I don't know what to tell you. But that's the bottom line is it's that much going on out there. Perfumes and colognes are 
terrifying. I'm letting you know. They're just poisonous. These companies that make perfumes and colognes use chemicals from pesticide company chemicals. What I'm saying is pesticides are designed and herbicides are designed with certain chemical compounds. Those chemical compounds are thrown into perfumes and colognes, you guys. Literally, if you're chem sensitive, a cologne and perfume is devastating. And if you have any kind of symptoms, any kind of conditions you're suffering with, anything you're dealing with, you're battling with anything, whether it's Lyme or anything else along the way, if you're wearing a perfume, you're going to hold your healing process back. If you're wearing cologne, you could hold your healing process back. They're so bad. I'm going to tell you something right now. Pesticides, when they're laid fresh on an agricultural field, smells like perfume. It smells thick like a perfume, like somebody dropped a bottle of perfume on the floor, just dumped it out, or a bottle of perfume broke and, and spread everywhere. I'm telling you right now, pesticides smell identical to perfume and cologne. They use the same chemical to make the smell. The same chemical that makes the smell of a perfume is a compound construction that makes the smell of a pesticide and herbicide. I'm being straight up, straight up right there. So always know, always know you got to be perfume and can you got to be perfume and cologne free. You just do. Put on some essential oils. Use a little essential oil. But the, and look, and yeah, you may have a friend that put where's that much cologne or where's that much perfume at work and you have to breathe it in in your cubicle every single day, but realize that it's three steps up, two steps back. If you're not healing as fast as you want to, have patience. Have patience because it literally could just be the exposure to the clone triggering off your illness and keeping it back a little bit from healing as fast as you want to heal. So I could give you more and more examples and just open up the window as far as I can to give you an understanding of what's around us, how it plays a role. And this isn't even abuse or emotional stress or mental stress or mental abuse from somebody or some, you know, or some kind of trust issues because somebody's breaking your trust one time after another because they're just, they're just an uncompassionate person. Whatever it is, it's, we also have those different things too compiled on it, but this is the environmental side of it all, the environmental side of it all. So how can you protect yourself? How can you protect yourself? Try to go with as much organic as possible. And if you can't do it all, it's okay to do conventional, but just do as much as you can organic when you can. It can give you that extra jump because even conventional fruits override the spray. It's just that conventional animal products are really, 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 really bad. You go to a restaurant, you don't know if you're really getting a free range chicken that's, you know, antibiotic free. You really don't know. It doesn't even matter what the menu says. Restaurants, restaurants are notorious, notorious for save a penny, save a penny. Everything's cut a corner, cut a corner, cut a corner. So in the end, the bottom line is they can make some money at the end of the day. But when it's about your food and what you eat, that's a dangerous way to do it. The dangerous place to be playing those corner cuts, but it, it happens all the time. Um, Wild blueberries fight the elements, fight the environmental elements. Wild blueberries every single day fight the perfume and cologne, which, you know, like I said, the pesticides have the same smell. It's unbelievable. You look at same thing with plug-in air fresheners. Plug-in air fresheners use the same chemical compound constructions as perfumes and colognes do and pesticides and herbicides and fungicides do in the fields on conventional land. So always know that too. If you got those plug-in fresheners, take them out. You're using, you know, fake freshener, air spray, or just out of a, just throw it all out. It's got to go. It's got to go. Understand that you could move into a place that had fresheners at one point, and that alone could slow your healing process down a little bit. But don't get scared. Do the wild blueberries. You do all the different fruits that have the high antioxidants, all of them, melons. You do the berries, cranberries, the wild blueberries, the raspberries, the strawberries, the blackberries. You do them all, okay? You do apples, peaches, plums, nectarines, cherries, kiwis, anything you can get, oranges, pomelos, 
grapefruits, anything you can bring on in is going to be a powerhouse to fighting all of this. If fruits and vegetables, in a vegetable apartment, you go with the asparagus, which is basically an herb. You go with the asparagus. It's a shoot that's powerful for all this. Artichokes, asparagus, zucchinis, um, zucchinis, which is a fruit. You could do all the different squashes. And, you know, broccoli, cauliflower, you know, heavy. You'd be, be good with the leafy greens. Bring them on in. Bring in a little kale every day. It helps battle. Kale helps stop the carpet chemicals from bothering you. Kale does. That's what's amazing. Wild blueberries stop pesticides, herbicides, fungicides from, you know, get affecting you that they lace on clothes and that are, people are actually putting in their yards and that's burning in the air. Wild blueberries stop that. Raspberries help stop paint fumes. So they're good with paint fumes. You're doing all that fresh paint. You got to eat raspberries every single day. Okay. So all these things matter. Um, asparagus help with all of it because asparagus, asparagus cleanse the kidneys, which gets all the poisons we're affected by out of our bodies. You bring in those asparagus as soon as you can. Um, the leafy greens, like I said, the mosh, the spinach, the uh, shard, if you like Swiss shard, uh, that's a good one all on its own. The red leaf lettuce, um, green leaf lettuce, romaine lettuce. Romaine lettuce helps with radiation, actually helps with radiation. Okay, so that's a great thing for radiation, romaine lettuce by itself. So you just, you bring in what you can every day, supplements, lots of vitamin C all the time. If you think you're up against some kind of environmental thing that we talked about or some other kind, vitamin C every single day. If you skip a day, I've had people in the same thing. I've had people talk to me and they're like, I was doing great. I was doing great. You know, I'm up and, and I, and this is a person that's already up against some environmental toxins that I talked to about spirit, you know, be a neighbor spraying or something, be like, okay, yeah, I got the windows shut. The neighbor was spraying, you know, um, pesticides once a week. I got the windows shut because I never know when it's going to come. And I was healing with the windows shut, but now I'm kind of stifled a little bit. I'd be like, did you stop your vitamin C? And they'd be like, yeah, I stopped. I stopped it for a couple of weeks. That's why go back on the vitamin C. And then your neurological symptoms will keep on getting better. It's a great weapon, the vitamin C for all of this. So these are just some things you can do. And we're going to do another part two of this, and we're going to cover some more supplements that are helpful. But spirulina is helpful. The heavy metal detox is helpful. It's another one. Barley grass juice powder is helpful for all the environmental stuff that's going on. Chaga mushroom, really helpful for all the environmental stuff that's happening. Chaga mushroom. Cordyceps is even good too. You can get the cordyceps, get the cordyceps capsules. That's really helpful. Um, seaweeds, incredible for environmental pollution problems. Dolts, kelp. I love dolts for battling all this. It can help you heal faster, but that's in the heavy metal detox. And um, celery juice, secret weapon to everything. One of the secret weapons to everything. Helps with everything environmental. You stop your celery juice, whatever's bothering you environmentally can kind of amp up again. Always remember that. So you keep your celery juice going no matter what. Celery and cilantro. You could put cilantro in your celery juice. That's a great one too. Stay hydrated. Do cucumber juice when you can. Lemon water every single day for extra vitamin C and minerals. Lemon water squeezed in a big glass of water every single day can fight the elements and protect you. We can adapt. We can move past all this. There's nothing to fear. I love you guys. This is a great show. I hope you enjoyed it. Take one day at a time. We'll all fight this together. It's all working. Don't worry. And you're healing. And I've watched people, thousands of people, completely recover 100% regardless of what environmental toxin they were up against. I watched them heal. And you can too, but I'm just making us a little bit more aware of all this so you don't beat yourself up and cause an emotional beat-up problem over something that's that we can heal no matter what. I love you. You take care. Bless you. I stand behind you 100% and thank you for being here with me. Bye-bye.